Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Angela, who's got a, a full-time job, high-rate taxpayer, earns £50,000, has 150 grand to invest in a property project. She decides to do a commercial conversion because she's gone to uh, PPN in Stratford. And it is Stratford, isn't it? And Motiul talks about how commercial conversions are going to change your life and are the best things since sliced bread. It's about right, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is, yeah. Uh, and how if you do a, a commercial conversion, you can buy a brand new Bentley in eight months. Yeah? <laughs> okay. Through finance. Through finance, yeah. through uh, contract hire. Indeed. Okay, yeah. funded by the company. Uh, and so Angela, being smart but very naive, follows exactly what Motiul tells her and decides to invest £300,000 in a commercial conversion. So £400,000 in buying a commercial building. Then she spends £300,000 on the refurb and then sells it for £900,000. So she's made £200,000 profit. How do you think she should st structure her business? Should she do it in, an, in her own name, have a partnership, an LLP, or a limited company? Nadim, we're going to let, let, let you hazard a guess. So, so the simple thing is she's made 200 grand profit. Yeah, I, I would have said a limited company. Okay. And, um, and that way, um, yeah, I'll start. Yeah, not in her, definitely not in her own name. Yeah. Blandine, what do you reckon? I think I would, oh, next, based on the... Based on this scenario. I would put on LLP. You put on LLP. Okay, let's look at both those scenarios in a different way. So, Nadim, Angela's made 200 grand in a limited company. If Blandine, she has an LLP, she's gonna pay tax on the 200,000 pounds, whether or not she takes the money out, which means she's got her personal allowance, which is, let's call it, we'll call it 13 grand to keep numbers easy. Then, then on £37,000, she's going to pay tax and national insurance at 20% plus NIC. That, that gets it to, to 50 grand. Then over, over the 50 grand, she's going to pay 40% tax. When she gets to £100,000, she's going to lose her personal allowance. Okay, for every pound uh, she earns, she loses 50 pence of her personal allowance. So when she gets to 125 or thousand pounds she's got no personal allowance so on that slice she's paying like 60 percent tax on that 25,000 then when she goes over 150,000 pounds with the current rules she pays 45 percent tax i've got the numbers in there by the way and as the rules are changing when she gets to 125,000 she pays 45 percent tax so over here she's paying a huge amount of tax yet she doesn't need all these this money here because remember she's a high rate taxpayer okay and she doesn't need the cash. So this here won't apply to her. This here won't apply to her. So basically on the 200 grand, she's gonna be paying 40% tax and then 45% tax, so even higher. 
and she didn't like that idea. <coughs> you come back to yours. She, she hasn't even drawn the money out of the company. I haven't drawn anything out of the company. Because an LLP is transparent for tax purposes. Yeah. So using your, she got 200 grand here, she's going to pay corporation tax on that. Whatever's left over stays in the company. Uh, if she takes the money out, she pays tax on it as a dividend. If she doesn't, she, she leaves it in there. Because she's got a full-time job, she doesn't need any extra cash. And the reason why she's become a property investor or have a, she's got a second business is so she can uh, accumulate assets. Now, because she's got a taste for doing commercial conversions, she wants to do a second one. So she comes to you and says to you, I've got 200 grand in here, okay? But now, rather than doing one commercial conversion, I want to do, because she hasn't just got 200 grand, by the way, she's got the, the three, 400 grand that she invested in, okay? Well. Plus the 300 grand on, on the refurb. So overall here, she's got more money. Mm -hmm. The four plus the 700 grand, that she, she can take that out, because that, that was given as a director's loan. So she can take that out. But for now, it's in the company. So she says to you, I'm looking to do my next commercial conversion. Should I do it in this company or a different company? What would you say to her? I'd say, yeah, do it in the same company. Okay. And she says to you, because I've got 900,000 pounds, mm -hmm. rather than doing one commercial conversion, I want to do two commercial conversions. It depends if it's with the same, well, okay, if it's with different partners, possibly you... At the minute, she's a lone ranger. She's a lone ranger. Yeah. Stella? Uh -huh. So if she has a holding company structure, with She hasn't at the minute, because she's all new to this. Or she went to PP in Stratford and Motil was put on this track here. Motil with Motil, right? Yeah. Did, did she, no, on her own. Oh, she did it on her own, okay. Motil is the culprit, he's got her on this he's track, got, by uh, the way. hooked on there, yeah? Yeah, okay, yeah, I yeah. There's no reason why you wouldn't recycle again, because eventually you could benefit from investor relief. Yes. So you'd want to keep the money in for three years, same company. Entrepreneur, no, no. She doesn't get on investor relief. relief. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Brian, any thoughts? So, so, so now she wants to do two deals. Yeah. Should she do, do both in the same company or do something else? I'm thinking back to the holding company structure you yeah. yesterday. Okay. I'm wondering if that's not relevant. Yeah, but obviously not knowing all the other details. I think that's a good point. But you said there's no, there's no partners involved. But at least it's the holding company structure, you can lend between businesses yeah. easily. Okay. Um, okay. Or just another company. But, but I do think another entity would be good in that one. Yeah. Have a loan to the other okay. entity. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, Motil, do you think it's a good idea to do two commercial conversions around about the same time in the same company, or should we keep them separate? Keep them separate. Why is that? You, you know the answer, by the way. If one goes belly up. One goes belly up, okay? Risk management, oh, that's right. right yeah, so now she's got, she's got two, so she moves 350 grand here, and she's got 350 grand here. This company loans, as Brian said, money to this company here. They have the same director uh, and shareholder. The company loan. Yeah. They don't have to, by the way. Okay. This company can be Brian's company. Mm -hmm. He's got 700 grand. And Stella comes along and says, I've got this wonderful deal here, by the way, and buying a bakery with some of the stuff, okay? And I need some cash, and I'm buying it in a limited company. Brian can loan 350 grand to Stella, okay? There's no personal consequence for Brian in terms of overdrawn loan account. It's a company-to-company -company transaction, yeah? So now she's got two, and I'm just gonna map it out so she could have one, two, 
three, four companies. And then she's got, she's got a loan here, loan here, this company's got a loan here, this company's got a loan here. Can you see how it's going to start getting messy? Okay, usually the best thing to do is, once you've done a transaction, generally speaking, I'd say close that company down, move the money to the next one. The problem you've got here is, when you close a company down because you've done a commercial conversion, if you want to take the money out, okay, you'll have to pay personal tax. And then you can move it over here. Because you can't close the company down and say, I've given a loan. Yeah, because that becomes a director's loan. Everybody with me so far? So you will kind of get into the answer, Brian, by the way. So this is why you need a holding company. Because if it's a holding company, what Angela can do is when this company closes down with a 200 grand, okay, it moves it up here as a tax-free dividend, not tax to pay. She closes that company and then she can move her funds down to here or anywhere she likes. Yeah? That's what makes the whole thing efficient. Now, I think you mentioned or somebody else mentioned them, if, if there's two of them, they've got two options. They can both be part of the same company, holding company and have 50-50 each. I think it's better if you've got a, a second partner, they have their own holding company. Because then they've got their flexibility, you've got your flexibility. Because if you recall yesterday, Motil wants to take a 10 grand dividend, Nadim doesn't. If they're part of the same company, it just causes complications. You can get around it, which I'm going to cover for you in about five, 10 minutes. But if they've got their own holding companies, you do what you like with the cash when it goes up, you do what you like with the cash when it goes up. Because you might then meet Andrew, and he's got a good deal in Portsmouth, you might want to invest with him and not do too much with Motil, and vice versa. It gives you the flexibility. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.